What's up? What's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show because hustle never slumps. I've got another listener success story to share today on how you can tap into the massive Facebook audience, over 2 billion people, to connect with your target customers. Carrie Adam from runningmoms.com is a pro at this. She's taken her part-time hobby of running and turned it into a full-time income. Stick around in this one to hear how new prospects enter her world, how she provides them with helpful, valuable content, and how they ultimately become long-term paying customers. I'm calling this the Facebook funnel. And as you hear Carrie explain it, it makes a lot of sense. And it also makes a lot of sales. Since a visualization might be helpful, I created a little companion worksheet for this episode that describes the different steps in Carrie's business and her customer journey with some space to fill in the blanks on what those steps might look like in your business. You can download that for free at sidehustlenation.com slash fbfunnel or through the link in the episode description of your podcast player app. Today, Carrie's living the location-independent lifestyle in tropical Costa Rica, but that's not where this story starts. Ready? Let's do it. I was in Winnipeg in the center of Canada, and I had babies. And before babies, I used to have run groups that I go to and run with, and I couldn't do that so much after babies. And it was the winter, and I tried to start up these running groups with other moms, and nobody could come because we were all busy (laughs) with the babies, and no one would show up, and no one was sleeping, and the babies were too fussy to come. And so it sort of morphed into, well, why don't I start a Facebook group and post the training programs in there? And so people just started joining the Facebook group and we would do the trainings together in there. And then the more I did it, I really struggled in my court. Like I had a job in the hospital and I had a job, I got a job in corporate health and it was really hard working with babies, working that nine to five shift. It's funny. I I got a life coach for a while and talked through some stuff and they're like, the only thing that lights you up, Carrie, is your online running group. Have you ever thought about making a business out of that? And I was like, no, that's not a business. That doesn't even make any sense. And then all of a sudden I was like, that totally makes sense. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Just sort of more from there because I am a physical therapist by trade and I was just doing this as a hobby and I'd post random workout programs. And then even after babies, like I learned there is a lot more to running than just following the training plan of running more and more after babies. We had to retrain our core and we had to really think holistically about our training. We had to think about sleep. We had to think about nutrition differently. We had to think about intensity differently. There's just a lot more that went into it. And so along the way, I developed programs and really got a niche group of women, of runners who had had babies. And it's morphed along the way as well, but that's where it started. Yeah, we often talk about kind of the ideas of these concentric circles of, you know, what groups do you belong to? Are there some overlap between those groups where, I mean, runners is a huge population, moms is a huge population. And so by virtue of that, running moms is... is an interesting niche, but it's still a big subset of the running population. Curious, what do you think caused the initial growth or the initial attention for that group? Well, I had a local community of people that I knew. And so it started from there. And then I would do these five-day challenges, five-day workout challenges, because runners like to run. They don't really like to do strength work. And as a physical therapist, I'm I'm an expert at strength training and specifically for females, for runners who have had babies. I always say whether your baby is six weeks old, six months old, 16 years old, we need to be doing specific and strategic 
strength and core training workout. So I built a five-day workout challenge and that's how I really got the free group going. I would do challenges. Then I would do nutrition challenges and hydration challenges and just fun challenges for running moms, which like you said, running is a big niche. Moms is a big niche. Running moms is is a big niche. And I've really struggled with that over time, niching down. And I've really even narrowed it down within the running moms niche at this point. But that's where it began. And that's how I built the group starting five years ago. And then, you know, if you want more, join the program that I've put together. And I have a program and a membership. Okay. Yeah. Join the paid product. Okay. Yeah. We'll get into all of that in a minute. But tell me about how these challenges worked to attract new people. So starting kind of with, you know, your local, you know, running friends, running groups that you already kind of had in place. But tell me about how these challenges brought new people into your universe. So I know that runners don't do strength work. And I started these groups before groups were actually really a thing. I'd have the people that were in my group invite their friends. And I post on my personal page that I was going to be running a free strength training group. And then over the years, you know, other groups have come up and popped up of just hobby runners starting groups of their friends. And I've been able to get into those and offer value and invite people to the challenge. So I've been able to use those strategies because those are questions that come up. How do I incorporate strength work into my training? I keep getting injured. How do I stop getting injured? I just had a baby. Is there anything that I need to know about getting back to running? And so I hang out in these groups and answer questions and you know, get people to my website, get people to my free group, tell them I've got a challenge coming up. And so they join through all those avenues. There's a lot of different ways. And it's, again, it's changed over the years, but um, that's how I, how I use those challenges. Okay, absolutely. And so hanging out with your target customers already are being helpful, answering their questions. And over time, I imagine you build a reputation in those groups where, because I've seen this happen in other groups where, you know, somebody has the reputation as the Facebook ads expert or the podcast editing expert. Like people can't wait to tag them fast enough, right? Like, oh, somebody has a question about podcasting. Oh, let's tag this guy, you know? And I imagine over time, the same thing starts to happen here as you build up that reputation. Tell me about the structure of these challenges. So, hey, we're going to do a five-day workout challenge. We're going to do a five-day nutrition challenge. What does the content and the content delivery look like there? I've always been very much about providing an experience for people, like showing up for them and serving and helping them you know, really take action because the internet's full of information. Like there's like a million strength training workouts online. You can Google anything. But what I know as a physical therapist as well is that people have the information they're not implementing. And even as a physio, I would tell people do these workouts and they would never do them. And so I loved groups because I could provide them with what they needed. And then I could hold their hand day in and day out to do the work and I could cheer for them and we could support each other. And that's what people loved. So when they joined the group, you know, I used to do these for years. I only started using email maybe two years ago, but I used to do them without emails or anything. I would just use a Facebook group. I created workout videos on YouTube, just links to workout videos on YouTube. I'm not very high tech. I'm a physical therapist. I always say I struggle on the tech side. So, so my motto is just keep it simple and getting it done is better than getting it perfect. And so I do these videos and they get a PDF guide that just has like a link to the videos. Day one, this is your workout. Like I'll write the workout out and then I'll give them a link to the video so that they can do it with me. People love that. They love the workout videos. I give them different levels to meet their body where it's at, which is something that a lot of people have 
not experience because you know, a lot of workouts are just like go hard and they're pushing you super hard. And these ones have different levels and I help them kind of modify in the workouts. And then in the Facebook group, there's the daily post. It's day one of the challenge. We're doing a strength workout today. This is why we want to do strength, get it done and check in below. And so then everyone starts doing the workouts and checking in and that just gets people excited. And then everyone cheers for each other. And that kind of motivation is the experience that keeps people coming back to my programs. It's why they join. And it's what keeps them coming back to my programs and staying with my programs because they love that experience. They're not alone. I mean, now more than ever, that's important. And the other thing is it's it's very targeted to female runners, which is quite unique as well. But it's a group of like-minded women with the same goals and the support and on the daily, which is the key, that experience of the daily support and accountability and motivation and experience. I really love, I love that. That's how I love, like lots of people have told me in the business world, just put it on evergreen, just give them the workouts and put it on evergreen. But I find that doesn't work. It doesn't work for people. It doesn't work mostly for me because I like to help people on the day-to-day. I like to cheer for them. I like to provide that experience. And, and I think that that's how, well, I know that's how I've grown and how I've been able to build what I've built. Yeah, showing up live. There's something about the community going through it all together versus the self-paced model. I, I kind of like that. I, I see this, the challenge of working in, in a lot of different niches. It's something that isn't a fad. You know, there's some trends that you see come up in the online world that come and they go and there's platforms that come and they go. But like challenges for me have stuck around. They're just as strong now, if not stronger, as they were when I started 10 years ago, or sorry, five years ago, because people always need accountability. They always need support and they always need that experience. And I just love that about them. They're like, I feel like they're like something that's going to stick around forever and not kind of fade away, you know? Yeah, I'm with that. I wanted to ask you about the email thing because that was something that I was curious about relying too much on Facebook and you know getting people off of that platform and onto your own platform. What does the email component look like today? So like I said, when I started, I couldn't keep up with all of the coaching and the marketing and the Facebook and the groups and the emails. And so I just focused on mastering my challenges on connecting people through Facebook and building these groups and just providing great experiences and coaching. And then I was like, okay, I got to get my email game on. In the last three or four years, it has become a priority. So now to get into the challenges, to get the workbooks, they have to give me their email. So I absolutely bring email into it now. And it's very important to me. I email my list three, four times a week, letting them know what's going on, inviting them to stop, providing value and freebies every week. It is important to get off of Facebook. Absolutely. I also really studied Facebook algorithms, how Facebook works, Facebook rules, how to play with Facebook and work with Facebook and not against it, which is really helpful, but they can shut you down at any time. And randomly, my personal profile did get shut down last year and it deleted everything about me off of Facebook, all my groups, all my content, and so that really was like a big wake up call for me as well. But I already had everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I already had everything set up. Like I have a membership site where all my courses and my workouts live 
Facebook groups just works really beautiful. I've looked for other platforms with forums that that work the way Facebook does, but I just can't, I can't find one that I like as much, but I do have it backed up. I am emailing. I do have everything in an offsite membership site that I own. So I do have those backups that way. But at this point, I do use Facebook for all of my groups. What platform are you using for email? Active campaign. Active campaign. Me too. Nice. Okay. So people go through the five-day challenge. This is free. This is uh, email required to get it today. This is content on Facebook. It's accountability. It's community. What happens at the end of that challenge? I invite them to my four-week muscles and macros, fitter, leaner, stronger training program. Because what I gave them in the five-day challenge were the workouts, the motivation, the accountability, the community, but it ends. And so... I don't help runners build distance. So this is some niching stuff that I've done over the years. I used to try sell distance programs, but that never sold really, even though people had lots of questions. But what I found over the years, very closely listening to my audience is they wanted to get fitter. They wanted to get leaner. They wanted to get stronger. They wanted to get healthier. And I know that they were training really hard and running a lot. And they were very confused about nutrition. And as women, we have to really take into account our female physiology and hormones and, and muscle loss that happens over the age of 30. And so I built a program called Muscles and Macros, where I teach female runners specifically how to build fitter, leaner, stronger, healthier bodies that they feel absolutely incredible in. And we combine, I teach them how to build lean muscle and balance their macros following the science of exercise performance and female physiology. And so after the five-day workout challenge, they feel really good. They've gotten a lot of not just workouts. I educate them. I do like almost a webinar each day for people who really want to learn about strength training. And so then I say, okay, this week is over. And if you guys really want to learn, because it takes more than just workouts, we must incorporate nutrition, solid nutrition strategies with our workouts so that we can truly build the fit, lean, strong, healthy bodies that we want. And if that's what you want, then join me inside Muscles and Macros. It's a four-week online training program. And so they join me in that. And then on the back end of that, because they love the program, again, it's four weeks of accountability and motivation and training, and they get really amazing results after four weeks. And they love the community. They say, well, what's next? And I say, well, that I got the membership. And I've got a membership off the back of that. It's just a, it's a low-end membership just so that they can keep going. And then they get access to a whole bunch of other things when they're in the membership. That's my entire business. That's the entire business in a nutshell. What's the price point on the four-week muscles and macros? So muscles and macros is $147. And then the membership on the back end is $77 for the year or $7 a month. I've struggled with pricing. I've struggled with flow. I've struggled with transformational promises from the programs. And, you know, I've learned from some really amazing people in the industry, right? Stu McLaren is the membership guy. And what does he do? He does tribe to backend membership. I mean, Porterfield does the same thing. Because I used to try sell directly into the membership, but it didn't sell very well. I couldn't get anyone excited about it. I don't know. It works really well when it's four-week program. Because what it is, I teach them the foundations of how to build a fit, lean, strong, healthy body. And then the membership is where we just continue the journey together because we need to be consistent over time, not a month, but like I've had people with me for years at this point, five years. I've had some, I have many original members because they just keep going and and health is not like a 30 day program. So 
that's how that's flowed. And right now, I think that that's it's working the best. The last two years have been my best years in the business. And uh, that's, that's how it seems to flow really well. Have you ever heard of a company that doesn't want you to use their product? I was surprised when FreshBooks sent me that soundbite as part of their sponsorship package. Now, reading on, it made a little more sense. So FreshBooks, if you're not familiar, is a longtime supporter of the Side Hustle Show. It's a simple, affordable invoicing and accounting solution for side hustlers, podcasters, service entrepreneurs. I've been a customer for years. But how about this not using the product part? Well, the punchline there is that it's so easy to use. And with the built-in automation, you can spend less time invoicing, expensing, and tracking projects and more time doing what matters most, growing your business. In fact, FreshBooks customers report saving up to 500 hours a year. That's huge. And if you do ever need a little bit of help wrapping your head around something, they've got an award-winning Toronto-based support team that's always on call, happy to help. I want to invite you to join the millions of other happy FreshBooks users by starting a completely free trial at freshbooks.com slash side hustle. There's no credit card required, and now is the perfect time to get your bookkeeping on solid ground for the year. Once again, that's freshbooks.com slash side hustle to try it free today. If you travel a lot for work or for a vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet. Your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you. Whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. I like it. This is unique versus trying to send, at least people I've talked to recently, it's, you know, leaning heavily into this membership model as kind of the front end type of, of thing that people see. So this is a, an interesting way to say free challenge as kind of the lead magnet, so to speak. Introductory offer is this, you know, four week program. So this is again, a, a not an evergreen thing, but a timed, you know, we're going to go through this as a cohort. We're going to go through this as a group. And so how, like, are you running these uh, on a monthly basis, the four week trainings? I do. I run them almost every four to five weeks. I've got my systems really kind of dialed in. I love leading the challenges. They're super fun. And they just sort of lead into the next one because they do the four-week program and then they have a week to kind of recover. Because what I find with these fitness challenges as well is people get burnt out around week three and four. They get a bit tired. They start to fall a little behind. They feel bad. It's really beautiful. It works out because it used to be six weeks. And, and you know, I've tested and I listen to my audience and I, I pay very close attention to them. And so I made it four weeks because after four weeks, we can like shake out a little, you know, we can reset, we can regroup, and then we start again. So we kind of work in four week blocks. And then every four weeks, I just start a new one. It's like when that group that just finished is going to be resting and recovering, taking a week to sort of replenish and rejuvenate, the next challenge is going on. And then the next challenge runs the next group. And then we just continue on. Is that the best way to do it? 
I'm not sure. It is a lot of work on my end, but at this point, it's working really well. So I'm really happy with it. And the thing is, when they do the five-day challenge and then they join the introduction foundations program, they want what I'm offering. Like They're like, yep, that's what I want. I'm finding it's the perfect person. And then when they join the membership, they're also perfect. Like They're super happy. Whereas if they don't go through that one path, they're confused. They're not sure what's going on. Like if they just join the program without understanding like the principles of the five day challenge, it's tricky. And then if they join the membership without doing the foundation program, it's tricky. So this is like my one path, you know, like it's the one thing. This is how my business works. You got to go this way. When I do that, it works so well and I get the perfect people and I can really impact them and really help them build the fit, strong, healthy bodies that they want. And it's so fun. Okay. So running these things very consistently to continue to fill the funnel and grow the business and account for people dropping off the other end, although 77 bucks for the year seems like a very affordable price point for this type of physical transformation. Well, that's what it was. I was going to ask if your background as a physical therapist gave you some, I mean, I imagine it lends you know, credibility, obviously, you know what you're talking about here. But was that a requirement for somebody to start such a business? It's definitely not a requirement. I think it, what it did for me was give me confidence because I've worked with people for so long that I can work with people online very easy. I can, I can help people. I have the confidence to do that. And I can look at, I don't know, I just, I have this confidence that allows me to just keep taking the next step forward, keep pushing forward. And I can, I can answer questions and like, I can kind of manage anything that anyone asks me with confidence. It has held me back in a lot of ways though, too, because I just want to teach all the time. And when I used to teach a lot on my Facebook page to, for that initial marketing and and finding people, people actually, they're not using Facebook to learn. They're using Facebook to connect. And this is where learning how to use Facebook and work with Facebook and really understand the platform has helped me grow my audience in ways that were not working for me the first three years of my business. Because as a physical therapist, I wanted to teach. I wanted to like tell people what they were doing wrong and tell people how to do it better so they can get better results. But that kind of used to, it used to leave a gap for me between it left a gap there where people, I felt like my audience didn't really connect with me. It was like, I was, I find people like when you connect with them first, like what I use on Facebook now is my Facebook page is just memes and quotes and and fun things. Like I'm just another runner in the group because I can connect with them. And I ask questions. I want them to tell me, when did you start running? What time of day do you work out at? Do you use Fitbit or Garmin? Like, what's your favorite? What kind of shoes are you wearing? So I've learned how to use Facebook and really connect with my audience, not as a physical therapist, because that almost puts me, it separates me from people, but I need to connect with them first. And then in my challenges and in my my free Facebook group, I will teach more. And so being a physical therapist there has really allowed me to Once they connect with me, know, like, and trust me as a person, then they'll listen to what I have to say because the fitness industry is huge. And and the honest truth is online, people don't care that I'm a physical therapist. They actually really don't. They just want the result that they want. Can you get me that result or not? And the only way I can get them to listen to me, even like 
I know I can help them, but I can't help them if I can't get them to listen to me. I have to connect and have them know, like, and trust me as a person first, and then they'll listen to me. And then I can really have massive impact on their lives. Yeah, this is a a really interesting point about connection being for, or rather Facebook being for connection and engagement, not necessarily uh, lecturing or teaching, uh, you know, at the very onset, you could get people there, but it's a little, a little bit of a warm up process. Did you have this four week paid program in mind from the early challenges? Was this something that you pre-built, pre-sold, or, you know, were were members of the audience just like, hey, I want to keep working with you. What have you got? Well, it's funny. When I started this thing at the very beginning, (laughs) when I had no idea what I was doing and I was just doing stuff, I had a four-week program. I had It was called the Faster Stronger Challenge. It was four weeks of workouts and people loved it. And then I started learning more and taking more and had shiny object syndrome when I, I created the membership and I created all these video courses and I, I was selling all these things and I went to the membership model and I got rid of that program and I tried to sell just the membership and didn't work. And then so years later, you know, I took a course on how to grow your Facebook page, how to build an engaged audience who loves you and wants to buy everything from you. And I studied that course on both, you know, what she was teaching in the course and how I could do that too, because I wanted her course so badly. But what she did was had a course teaching me exactly what I wanted, solving my problem. And then she had a membership on the back end. She's like, you want to join my membership? Because this program's now over. And I was like, yes, I want to join your membership. And I was like, oh my God, this is what I need to do. I need to create a program. (laughs) right back to the beginning where I started all those years ago. And I just tweaked the program. So it's the same workouts I've always had. But I threw in the the macronutrition part because people my people are very confused about nutrition. It's very it feels very overwhelming. And it's very difficult for them. And so I wanted to pull those pieces together because what they want is fit strong and healthy. They don't care about getting faster. They don't care about If they want to run longer distances, they can just grab a free training program because they're everywhere. And so that's where I couldn't connect and get them into my membership because I wasn't, I wasn't explaining the transformation well enough, but with the four week program, I can, like I can help you guys. It's like a foundations program. That's what I've learned about memberships through my studies as well Is you have that foundation program. And then the membership is about continuing uh, the community and, and helping them continue to implement the basic foundations that you teach in the foundations program. So I always had a four week program, but I got rid of it to try build this recurring revenue model and it didn't work. And then when I flipped it back, I tweaked the program and I got really clear on my promise of that program. And I started to use more their words and I got better at messaging and better at marketing and better at emailing. This has really taken off for me. And the other thing is I've done it nonstop for about a year and a half now. And it grows all the time because they've heard it. I'm sharing transformations. Everyone's talking. It's one thing, right? It's the one thing where before I was selling PDFs and memberships and and groups and all these things, and no one really knew what I did. And I didn't really know what I did. And someone asked me one day, in seven words or less, what do you do? And I couldn't answer that. And then finally I said, I help female runners get super fit. And I was like, oh my God, I help female runners get super fit. That's what I do. I help women get super fit. How do I do that? 
inside my muscles and macros training program. And with that clarity, I was able to just run with it and grow it because I wasn't trying to do all these different things. It was like so laser focused on one thing. And then it was, you know, I get people on my page. I grow that page organically. I direct those people to my Facebook group. I do freebies and, and trainings and, and, and stuff in there. And then the whole goal is to get them into my five-day workout challenge so that I can teach them and give them the experience of working with me. Then I get them into my four-week program where I really teach them the foundations of muscle building and macro balancing so that we can reduce inflammation, optimize hormones, and power back up their metabolism so they get super fit. And then I have memberships so that they can keep going. And that's it. That's the whole business. When I got that clarity and I got that focused, I grew. I grew fast because like, I don't know what I was making in a year before that. I was making like, I'd be lucky if I was making $10,000 a year, you know? And then when that happened, my revenues just shot up. So do you find that most people discover the Facebook page first as the true kind of top of the funnel introduction to Carrie and Running Moms? I would say for a long time, yes. I studied how to grow my Facebook page organically, focused on building uh, my ideal audience. I learned how to use Facebook, how to connect with people, how to grow, get more eyeballs on my page using organic methods. I've tried ads and I just, I can't figure them out. And so I went with this strategy and it's been great because I share a lot of memes, a lot of quotes. I do some workout videos and people love them. They connect with them. They share them. They comment on them. So Facebook likes that, right? Facebook wants you to keep people on the platform. Facebook wants you to have engaging content. That means people like your page. And so that's what I did with my page. And there's a button on there that says join the group. And so a lot of people will join the group from there. So my goal is always to be growing my organic reach on my page and to motivate and inspire like-minded running moms. And we're like a unique subset for sure. And so that's what I do with the page. And then they join the group and that's how they were joining the group at first. And I still think that's where a lot of people find me. But I think the more engaged that my free Facebook group gets, the more that Facebook is showing that group to other people and people inside the group are inviting people to the group. And then when I do the challenges, it brings more people in. The name of the group is very important. So I've really set up that Facebook ecosystem, the name of the page, the content on the page, that it's connected to the group, that the name of the group is good, that it's connected back to my personal profile because my personal profile will connect to the group and also links to my page so that it's like this Facebook ecosystem. I did start a podcast. So I'm starting to take people off the platform and listening to the podcast. Nice. Welcome. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my people love podcasts. I mean, that's where I, I found you and I all the podcast greats for online business. I run every day and I listen to my online business podcasts. And so I thought my runners were like, then it's another avenue for me to grow because I do need strategies outside of Facebook because if Facebook does shut me down and I don't know. I love Facebook. I, I know how to use Facebook. I know how to connect with Facebook. I know how to engage Facebook. I know how to use Facebook, but not be used by Facebook. And, and I really love it. And I mean, I guess they could shut me down, but I don't, I, I really follow the rules with it. And my goal is always to motivate, inspire and connect. That's it. And so my page is very simple and very set up for organic growth. Yeah, you're doing really well. I'll, so I'm on facebook.com slash running moms. This is Carrie's page. There's 30,000 followers of this page. And the uh, individual posts on here have hundreds of 
likes and comments, shares, like it's a really engaged looking page. When I go over to the group, it's the Women's Running Strength and Nutrition Community. So the more keyword dense, like, hey, if you want to get stronger, faster, healthier, like this is obviously the group for you, closing in on 10,000 members over there. And then that's where you host the free challenges that funnel into your paid products. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over 3.5 million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And I do, you know, other live trainings in there. I do a lot of freebies. Like I have a lot of recipe guides and I have all kinds of freebies that I do. I I tend to give away almost because every week I'll email. This is very Amy Porterfield provide, you know, every week provide one piece of valuable, unique content. So every week I'm like, Hey, you guys, I put together a power breakfast guide. It's macro balanced. It's anti-inflammatory. It's delicious. Who wants it? And so everyone wants it. And so I keep the engagement up that way. And I continue to give them really valuable resources. It also keeps the organic reach of my group up. When Facebook sees you have a group and a page to have lots of engagement, it then shows that to more people. And so that's strategic on my part. Like it's not random. Do you post those uh, like breakfast meal plan? Like, do you post that into the group or do you ask for an email to get that or to access that? I ask for email because I'll email it to them and I'll say, you guys, check your email. I sent you guys this power breakfast guide that I know you're going to love. If you didn't get it, send me your email. So then they'll message me their email or whatever. Or if you want it, say yes. And then they'll, they'll all say yes below. And then I'll put the link where they can go and sign up with their email for it. So I'm very strategic that way as well. And I've become a lot more resourceful, not resourceful, maybe that's not the word, but I've become more strategic that way where I want them to go to the email to get it. I want them to submit their email to get it. I don't give that stuff away in my group unless it's in email. And again, that's Amy Porterfield strategy. I'm training them to go to their email, right? Training them to open their emails from me. So then when I say, hey, you guys, it's time for a five-day challenge. Who wants another workout challenge? They all say yes, because they're seeing my content. They're used to getting stuff from me and they're opening their emails from me. So they're going to open the emails and join the challenge. And they already know, like, and trust me. So then they love the challenge. So that's how it works. Is there additional content inside the membership once somebody goes through the four-week muscles and macros? They say, yes, I want I want more running moms. I want more carry. I'm in for this $77 a year annual membership. What's inside of that? Is that also hosted on Facebook? Tell me a little bit more about this recurring piece. I'll just backtrack just slightly. The four-week program, they get a video course of how to build muscle and get their macros in balance so that they can build that fit, lean, strong, healthy body. So they get the video course, 
They get meal plans. We have plant-based and omnivore meal plans. They get a four-week strength building and power training program, and they get access to daily accountability and coaches. I'm in their coaching day in and day out, answering questions, cheering, motivating. I also have a holistic nutritionist in there, so they have access to a holistic nutritionist as well. And so they go through that program and then they want more and the membership unlocks. So that is actually all in Facebook because I keep it simple. I bring them in through Facebook. I have the free Facebook group. They know and like Facebook. That's where they know me. So it's really easy. I just use the unit section for now to do that because it's just very simple. And then in the membership, they unlock a membership, which is a separate It's off of Facebook. And inside there is the Muscles and Macros program in a section. They also get access to more workouts. I have the Faster Stronger six-week training program. I have the Glute Reboot training program. I have the Glute Reboot 2.0 training program. I have all my distance training programs that include the appropriate strength, core, and power training sessions in everything from 5K, 10K, 15K, 21K marathon. So they get access to all of my training programs. Okay. Like everything you've created over the years is like this the library of content. Okay. They get so much in the membership. There's courses in there. There's every month they get new recipe packs. They get other challenges. They also get to do muscles and macros, the live program if they want, as long as they're a member, they can do muscles and macros live. Sure, sure. Okay. You want to do it every four weeks? Totally fine. Okay. Is there a webinar or a sales pitch either in email or or through like a Facebook live video or something at the end of the four-week program to ascend someone into the membership? Yes, I go live in Facebook all the time. In the five-day challenge, I go live every day. And then I just keep going live and just keep telling them about the program. In the four-week program, they get the video course, they get the email. So they get an email for prep week, they get an email week one, two, three, four. At the end of week four, they get the congratulations, what's next? So they get the email sequence to sell them into the membership, to invite them into the membership. I, I will absolutely go on live in Facebook. And again, they're paying such close attention during the program because it's boot camp style. Like they've joined, they've paid, you know, 147 is like a decent amount of money for a fitness program online. And so they're paying attention and they work with me. It's very structured with daily posts and daily accountability. And it's really high touch. So they're reading my posts. And at the end, it's like, okay, congratulations. This is over. What's next? A lot of them just join straight from there. Don't have a specific webinar. I am working on a workshop that I can do in between launches of the five-day workout challenge. That's very just short you know, 90 minute long workshop that will sell them into the four week program. But I don't have that right now. That's something I'm working on this year is a workshop that converts. Okay. Gotcha. Anything that has surprised you over the last five years of running this thing, whether it be Facebook or your audience or, or anything, I'm just curious what, what maybe was unexpected going into this? I think selling was a lot harder than I anticipated. I thought I was going to, well, I thought I was a physical therapist and people just sign up because I knew what I was talking about. Actually, I guess that was what surprised me. People ended up not caring what I knew or what my qualifications were. So I had to really drop my ego that way. And I was really good at that quite quickly. But I think that surprised me how hard selling was going to be. You know, you think you build it and it's this incredible program. It became really hard to sell it until I nailed that message. Once I nailed that message, 
it was much better, but it was very difficult to come down to that. Also to simplify. I mean, there's so much shiny object. There's so many ways to do things. And it's funny because I'm right back to where I started at the very beginning. Back to the sales thing. Is there a metric that you're happy with that you're shooting for in terms of the conversion from free challenge to paid customer? I have to admit, I don't look at my data enough. My goal is always 30 to 50 people every month into my paid program. And I generally hit that every month. And then I try to convert 50% of those people over to my membership, which I usually hit. But I don't know my numbers specifically. I need to step up a little in that department. Okay. Well, that, that's actually helpful to say, like, broadly speaking, you know, it's going to depend on your niche and how everything is presented. But in terms of raw numbers for a group this size, like, okay, and then 50% converting to the next level. I think that's actually really helpful to get an idea of what's going on there. What's got you excited these days? What's next for Running Moms? I'm just excited to keep growing. I'm excited that I have my one thing. It took me a really long time to find my message, my clarity, and my one thing. And now I'm just tweaking. I'm not rebuilding. I'm not restarting. I'm not recreating the processes in the wheel you know, I've got one thing and I'm laser focused on that one thing. And now it's just about growing that one thing. It's about converting better. It's just about tweaking. And I'm really excited to just tweak it, stay laser focused and just continue to build my list, build my membership uh, and just continue to transform these women's lives, especially right now, provide them with the community and the training that they need because life is really hard right now for people and they're really lonely And my group provides such amazing connection, community, and results, which is so cool. But I'm really excited for the focus, and then I can grow. And I started the podcast, so that's going to be really fun for me, trying to get on other podcasts, trying to find people to come on my podcast, and just being in people's ears, because I know they're listening, which is also a little bit scary, because I know that they're listening while they run, and podcasting is... It's legit, you know, like that stuff is out there. It's people are listening to it over and over. Whereas my Facebook lives kind of just like disappear and they disappear quickly. But that's exciting too. Is it the Running Moms podcast? Yes. All right. Well, check out the Running Moms podcast. Check out Carrie at runningmoms.com. Check out the Facebook funnel. Check out the groups over there. Of course, we'll link all of those up for you in the show notes for this episode. Carrie, thanks so much for joining me. This has been awesome diving into how this all works and all the different moving parts and the engagement and moving people over to this uh, product and program and this membership. really appreciate you taking the time to share that stuff with us. Let's wrap this thing up with your number one tip for Side Hustle Nation. Keep it simple. Focus on one thing. You know, you don't need to have all the things you can get really clear on the one thing that you do, the one thing that you want to be known for, and you work from there, that will just save you years of struggle. One thing. Years of struggle. I admire your focus. I struggle with that immensely. So appreciate you sharing that too. Carrie, thanks again. And we'll catch up with you soon. Keep it simple. There's an elegant simplicity in Carrie's business and in her product offering, but there are a few moving parts and overarching strategies that make it work. I did my best to create a visual version of her funnel and actually turned that into a free downloadable worksheet for you at sidehustlenation.com slash fbfunnel. I've taken Carrie's description of how her business works and her customer flow and included some space for you to fill in the blanks with what those different touch points and offers might look like in your business. 
Once again, that's at sidehustlenation.com slash fbfunnel, or you can grab it through the link in the episode description of your podcast player app. Big thanks to Carrie for sharing her story. Thanks to FreshBooks for sponsoring this week. That is it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen, and I'll catch you in the next edition of The Side Hustle Show. Hustle on.